0: Well, hello, 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 and welcome, Powerful Crew. We're so very excited to be back with you with another episode. We have a dynamic guest on with us uh, today. I told you on the last episode, uh, we were talking about actually the definition of powerful. Are you producing great efforts was the name of that episode. And so I want to ask you, are you producing great efforts? Efforts. In other words, are you powerful? Well, today we have with us again a very special guest, very dear to my heart. She is uh has the same DNA as I have, my biological child, my oldest daughter, the love of my life and the heart, because she gave me a grandson. No, just kidding. All right, so Bianca, you want to introduce yourself uh to the people?
1: I am Bianca, everyone. Um, I am also um, the daughter of the amazing, wonderful, phenomenal Bridget. I guess I get to say her name, so I'm just going to say it again. Her name is Bridget. You only only get to say what i now. (laughs) I get to say Bridget. Bridget is my mother. She's wonderful. She's great. She's awesome. She is the Mimi to my son who absolutely adores her. So um, thank you guys for giving me the opportunity to call her by her first name. That was so much fun. But no, my mom is great. um, And I love her to death.
0: Well, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. So tell a little bit uh, about
1: you. Who is Bianca? Bianca. I feel like Bianca is beautiful. Bianca is intelligent. Bianca is amazing. Bianca is nice. Bianca is very creative. And then, of course, Bianca is absolutely um, a fantastic mother of Carter Wilson.
0: Well, I I took, I, I, um, you left something out that I want to add. Bianca Mm -hmm. is powerful. You know, (laughs) I invited you on here on this podcast today because, again, I want to share about our journey, you know, because both of us, neither one of us, has always been in that powerful. Uh, stands but but we have that and and God has gifted us to be able to do some amazing things and you know we both in our own right have had some amazing journeys in life to be able to do some outstanding things and so we're going to go ahead and get into it but again I wanted you know to share with the audience and so for our listeners, on this uh, podcast episode where there actually is a video of it too as well and so if you want to it's going to be in the show notes we'll put it in there of how you can go over to youtube and watch the video as well and so again i'm just so very excited to have my special guest there's nothing like you having a mini you you know she doesn't think she looks like me you know she has the audacity sometimes to say she looks like her dad but for those of you that are viewing You know, so if you're on YouTube right now and you're viewing this, please put in the comments below. You look like your mother. Thank you. I appreciate it already in advance because I know she looks like me. For those of you that are listening and on the screenshot on the the, uh, podcast cover art, look at the picture and just tell her she looks like her mom. But anyways, let's get into it today. So, Bianca, um, last week I uh, you had a chance to listen to a little bit of the episode. I'm gonna play a couple ex uh, excerpts. And for the people that are listening, I want you uh, to, again, to to have it in context. So if you didn't listen to the last episode, please go back and listen to it. I am going to start a a piece of it. And it it is a hard moment. It was a hard moment in my life. At the time, um, Bianca wasn't even uh, two years old or she might, yeah, she was just two years old. She was two years old and I was having challenges and difficulties in my life, you know, at this point. But I've always been a transparent parent. Because I believe in the, the power, truth to power. And so uh, I want to share that that moment. I want to talk with that because every decision we make impacts other people. And I've talked on the last episode about how I've been able to impact outside people. I wanted you to hear how we've impacted um, inside people. And so uh, who else? But my firstborn, my firstborn daughter. So here you go. Listen to this. And Bianca, let me... I made that decision, a decision that I regret to this day. I opened up the bottle of pills and poured all of them into my mouth. And I slowly swallowed them one by one as I thought about what people would say as they eulogized me. As I thought, would people even care? As I thought, who's going to miss me? Okay, so that's the only piece that I wanted to listen. I, I don't want, to, want it to be a downer. And, and again, for those people that aren't able to see on the video... And you're listening on the audio to understand. We're going to talk about this through the whole context. Um, that was a, a bit of me telling my testimony about one of the moments that I was down in my life. And I actually had two children. Uh, Bianca was one of them. And my son, Cassie, uh, I had had two children, had dropped out of college, had been out of college uh, for uh, a couple years. Uh, when I uh, got pregnant with Bianca, I was in college. Um when I was pregnant with her brother, I was in college, but I went back after I had my son. But then when I had uh, got pregnant with Bianca, I just dropped out. I ended up on welfare. And so we were talking about that moment. So that's where we're at right now. So Bianca, as you listen to that clip, what does the the Bianca right now, because you were too young to understand the magnitude of the decision that I did, or if that decision had a went through. But what does that make you think of because you didn't know that side of your mom. What did that what did that make you think?
1: Um, I think it I think, you know, just listening to it and hearing it, I think it's, it's the saying that people say a lot, that for every action there's a reaction. Yeah. You know, so for a decision that you made, you you could have potentially well you did make it, but if it would have been, you know, all the way planned, it, it would have went how you had planned it in that moment. Then in that moment, you know, not in that, that, not even in that moment, our our whole lives would have changed, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, forever. So a moment's decision for you could have affected us long term. So we're not talking short term. And I just think because we've talked about this before, I think now it's a little bit different hearing it yeah. because I have a son, right? Yeah. And I understand that, you know, life happens and we all go through situations that sometimes can, you know, affect us or make us want to make, you know, decisions that we normally wouldn't make. And I just think with me having a son, I just think that it's way different because if I make a decision, I affect my son. Every decision that I make affects my son. And I mean, just imagine as a parent, the decisions that we make financially that affect our kids. So something that's even deeper than, you know, finances, um, it's just a whole nother level. So I think just hearing it's just hearing it, hearing it is, is, it makes me sad. It makes me want to cry, but it also makes me feel like, dang, this is, you know, it's crazy that that even happened because of just the woman and the mother that you are and everything that you instilled inside of me. Um, as far as like, you know, me just growing up, you know, as far as like talking about our feelings. So I just I'm just so happy that it didn't go through because I you 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 you've been so powerful like you like to say you were so powerful so phenomenal to us growing up in a very very key factor in me becoming the woman and the mother I am today
0: Yeah, yeah. So we're going to watch another clip because I I have a little clip that I talk about Stephen Covey and, you know, Stephen Covey well, um, because (laughs) you all had no choice but to grow up hearing about him uh, and even being in the programs that I developed with that. And so, again, um, for those people that are not able to see the visual, to see our body language and everything, I want you to understand um, I'm not magnifying um, uh, mental Uh, uh, illness. I'm not uh, trying to to magnify suicidal ideations. What I want to see is that wherever you are at, because in this podcast, the people listening, we're going to have all types of listeners that are listening. But in addition, we also have people that might be in that spot or we might have people that know people that are in that spot. And if what I say, what Bianca says is just powerful enough for you to change and to think. See, I didn't have that in my thought. And so if you listen to the whole podcast, I say, well, in in my brain, like I was twisted and you heard the the, the other part, Bianca. I said, well, you know, they'll be okay because my mama's going to take care of them. You know, I had a a, a a wonderful mother that helped me with you all. So even though I say, you know, I was a single mom, I've I've had two children, uh, your dad was in your you, you guys' life, you know, at, at this point in our life, but I had we had broken up and you know, I, I was just again, just trying to make it day to day to day, taking care of you all, but had to have to make the choice of being on welfare. And so what we want people to see is the powerful you know, decisions, the decisions that we make and how just that little small decision can affect an impact. And again, praise God and thank God that, you know, nothing went through, uh, you know, because I caught my mom. So there was something inside me that said, you know, okay, Bridget, you really going to go out like this? And so I called my mom and I said, well, mom, I love you. Take care of them. And she was like, wait a minute and 5 minutes later she was busting my door down. So I want to play the powerful part. So coming out of that, here's what it sounds like, you know, years later. To help other people, I had to first work on Bridget. Now, mind you, I'm a whole different person than I was that person that sat on that sofa over 30 years ago. I'm strong, and I know I'm strong, and I've made change, and I've been able to execute and do some marvelous things and create some wonderful momentum, but do you know that all of us have moments that we still can sharpen the saw, that we still can do some greater things, and Stephen Covey, Sharpen the Saw, comes from his book, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. You know, I did a series. Okay, so you know that's my my Stephen Covey moment. You know, you you know firsthand how much I loved Stephen Covey. You all grew up listening to to his sayings and uh, reading his book and and reading his son's book and everything. So I wanna uh, wanna ask you to share with the audience how did my self awareness change you as a child, and then talk about again that as an adult how how does that because again we're going to have a variety of people listening to this podcast so whether you're on the daughter end you're on the mother end and if you have other people that you're influencing whether you're on your job whatever how does that um what does that look like when people change their self-awareness
1: how does it impact other people so how did that impact you I think that it I think that you know, when you come to your self-awareness or you when you're walking in your truth and you're walking in who you are, who God, who God has created you to become. I think that once you once you know that, then you have no choice but to pour that into the people around you. So I just think once you knew that, would I use like an epiphany? Would that be the word? Yeah. So once you have, you know, once you have, once you know. That you were able to like show us and it wasn't anything that, you know, it wasn't anything that was impossible from us. You know, like as far as like at what, 12, 11, 12, we were reading seven habits of highly effective teens to uh, making sure that we talk about how we feel, whether it's a notebook or whether you go in your room and you close the door, you know, um, I mean, it was just so many different things that you poured into us. So I just think you coming into who you were And what God had created you for set the atmosphere for us and allowed us to know. And then we always had a safe spot. I think that was a good thing too. We had a safe spot to know, okay, if if school is stressing me out or life is getting hard for me, I can go to my mother and my mother is going to, before I even have those thoughts, my mother is going to be able to pull me in and let me know you're beautiful. I mean like tomorrow's Valentine's day. I mean like you would give us like Valentine's day gifts. So we didn't even have to feel like, We wasn't loved, you know, because we didn't have a significant other in high school, you know. But, you know, you always gave us, like, thoughtful gifts and stuff. So even in that, I mean, you're always pouring into us, like, an Easter gift. I mean, I think we got something for every holiday that there was. So, I mean, I think that we just knew, like, we're loved. What about that ring?
0: You, You know, your dad and I gave you a ring, remember, um you know, it had three little diamonds in it. So you mm-hmm. understood it. one for me, one from him and one for uh, Christ, you know, and so just for you to always know that you are loved. And so that's where, that that's actually where I wanted to take this conversation. I wanted to talk about, uh, you know, self-awareness. A part of that is having that self-love and with, again, um, you know, this podcast coming out on Valentine's day, um, that, love yourself. That's a piece of power. Love yourself. Truly, truly, you know, again, love yourself. So tell me a little bit, tell the audience a little bit though about, okay, you now, how does your how do you embrace your self-awareness and, you know, what have you wrapped around that? I know one of the things that when I became a certified disc consultant, you know, you were one of my first clients. And so you're a high I, yeah, I'm a high I, but you're also a high S. And so for people that are listening, the DISC is a, a behavioral profile. Um, the D, the I, the S, and the C all uh, stand for a preference, a behavioral preference. The D is decisive. The I is interactive. The S is um, stable, or you could say supportive. And the C is cautious. And so, you know, Bianca is in that, you know, she's a S. S as well as uh, she's an I. And so both of them are people. So one is introverted. The S is introverted and the I is extroverted. And so, uh, you know, you are very much, you've always been for other people, but how has it been, you know, since you, you took the DISC assessment, but as well, how has it been for you wrapping yourself around your self-awareness?
1: Um, I think for how it's been for me, it's more so, I think one of the things I've taken from you is, you know, um, because inside of your office, I mean, you have all these things that's posted up, like kind of like reminders. You have, Don't yeah, you have books, <laughs> you have things that's going to remind you. And I think that sometimes, you know, you think like, oh, it's in my brain and that's fine. And it's like, oh, sometimes you just need that reminder, like on my refrigerator, you know, as I'm on this like fit journey, you know, I have these pictures of drinking water. So now mm-hmm. I drink at least eight bottles of water a day. I mean, it's in my face. I see it. I know what I'm expected to do. You know, as far as eating healthy, you know, I've trained myself to do that too as well. So I just think when you're trying to be like self-aware, you have to know like your strengths and your weaknesses. And just as much as we want to work on our 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 weaknesses, you know, our strengths also always helps us out with our, our weakness. So kind of like a mixture of both, you yeah. know, knowing which one.
0: And I am, that's the thing that I am so very proud of you and, and the power that you have. I love, you know, your your fitness journey. I love how you have really uh, embraced that and you're just really, really, you know, taking that. And one of the, the greatest things that, you know, I always pride you on as being able to have that discipline enough, you know, we believe in fasting. So for the people that are listening, we believe in fasting for not just fasting, like some people do for nutrition, but fasting because of spiritual uh, beliefs and empowerment. And so, you know, Bianca is an incredible, incredible faster. So I appreciate that part about you. So we're going to wrap up. I have two more questions for you and. The next question is about the intro. So in the intro, you know, it says, you are powerful. Uh, So describe your greatest power that you possess.
1: Oh, my greatest power that I possess? Yeah. Oh, my greatest power that I possess. I guess for me, I think the greatest power that you can um, possess is the ability to, 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 to be the best that you can be, right? And the reason why I say that is the power, because whatever whoever I am, my child becomes, right? So whatever energy I bring is the energy that my child is going to bring. So I think the, the greatest power that I can possess is being the best Bianca that I can be so that my son Carter can be the best Carter that he can be. And again, we go back to the fitness thing. I've probably realized it's the most on this journey I started off and you know I'm working out and trying to be disciplined which is which is extremely hard I'm not saying it's easy and you know kids love iPads I mean, absolutely love iPads <laughs> so for my son to put down his iPad and say mom I'm going to work out with you and he gets excited about that I just think as as as, as women as individuals um as mothers you know if we if we're powerful and we know who we are, then, I mean, the sky is a limit for your children. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I love that. I love that. Like I said, um, this podcast is airing on Valentine's day. And so for everyone that's listening actually on Valentine's day, happy Valentine's day, but also, um, just when you learn to love yourself, that love just keeps on giving and giving and giving. And so that's why I started at the beginning. And I told everybody, I will bring you out of that. Um, I did start with, again, you know, the my story of having suicidal ideations and wanting to give up because I, I didn't have that self-love. But over time, I learned to, to truly, truly love myself and I love the fact that I came out of that because look, I have some beautiful, actually wonderful children that have come out of that. My grandchildren have been able to come out of that. And, you know, even all of the the children, students that I've worked with, uh, you know, while I was an educator and now my platform of being a consultant and a coach, being able to do that. So I do, I absolutely love that. And so I'm proud of you. So one of the things that I would say to answer that question is probably the most powerful was when, uh you had graduated high school and you were writing your book though when you were in high school and when you published your book. That probably was one of my proudest moments because I was like, wow, she did that. And you did it without me and she snuck, it, did it. And so for people to, to know, Bianca uh, published a book at the age of uh, of 19, but she started doing it before then. Uh, something that's really, really incredible. She's just incredibly, incredibly talented. And we're talking about when people weren't doing this, you know, everybody pub- has has a published book now. You know, everybody out, you know, Amazon, KDP, uh, InstaSpark, all of them have made it easy now. But it wasn't easy when you did it. You actually had to get a publisher and you had to go through all of that piece. And so the fact that you did all of that, that was just simply amazing with the resources because the resources back then were limited and so i just want you to know how proud i am of you um how you have overcome now that's only one of them i just said that's one but that's probably one of my fondest because you were so young and so independent mm. and it was just amazing and so i guess for people to understand the background behind it um i was going through a what during that time a divorce yeah and so you know it It wasn't uh you didn't have your mom fully, like you needed to have your mom because I was busy as they say uh making the making the donuts <laughs> you know, I had to to work and I had to commute and I commuted to work, and you stood up and you became super sister to your younger two siblings, and so you know, you walked in that power, so I am I'm overly you know um proud of you, and like you said now. You are an amazing mom to my grandson. Amazing, amazing. So that leads into the last question. And so the last question is: Every generation, you know, I've I've said this to you. Every generation should get better and better. You know, there was no uh, friction in our home when you advance, when your sister advance, when your brothers advance. There, there was never. I always wanted you all to outdo me and outshine me. And I've always said that to you. So can you speak to that and then speak, okay, then how are you transferring that same ideology to my precious grandson?
1: I think that you always wanted to, I think we just take it back on just some of the things that you did. I mean, as far as having YAP growing up, which is Young Authors Club. And, you know, at that time, that's when I first got introduced to, you know, writing, you know, when, you when I was in that program. You
0: see me laughing because I'm like, okay, say that again. Who gets the credit for what? Huh? No, you get the credit for
1: yeah, that. So, so, you know, just those little nuggets on, you know, the certain things that you did to kind of make it like, um, even even if we go as far as like putting the camera in my hand and making me fall in love with a camera. And now, you know, I have my own company, which is my photo booth. I mean, like just the little bitty things that you did to make a change and you always pushed us and always wanted us to, to be better than, than what you are. And it's the same thing with me and my son, you know, it's more so like, this is who I am. This is who I've become, but Carter greatness is in you. Greatness will come out of you. If you continue to, you know, just, you know, set your set goals and accomplish them. And, you know, again, it goes back to, you know, our fit journey is we set a goal. We've reached our goal. And I mean, hopefully I'll let you guys know if we won a challenge. Um, But, but no, seriously though, like, so, That is what I'm instilling inside of him.
0: Yeah, that's good. That's good. Because again, we want that legacy to keep on going on. And and they definitely, each generation should get better. And each generation should be more powerful. Definitely, definitely more powerful. I appreciate you coming on today. And um, I'm so grateful. I'm so thankful, again, of the beautiful, extraordinary woman that you've become. The extraordinary mother that you have become and you are are powerful. So people who are are listening, maybe for the first time, this is the actual second episode of the rebranding. Before the the podcast was called Ordained Educator, Uh, I called myself an ordained educator. I had truly enjoyed for almost 30 years, as Bianca has alluded to and said some different things, even about the Young Authors Club of educating. But we wanted to to circle around and really talk to more than just educators and talk to people period that feel that they are powerful. So we were talking to educators about their power, and so we opened it up so it's other occupations and things in there. and so, as Bianca said as a you know entrepreneur uh striving you know to do greater things as she continues to raise, you are truly powerful you are are truly powerful, truly amazing. so I said all that to say. Uh, You are my first official guest for the new rebranding and what a wonderful guest to be able to have somebody that I know personally that I've watched, see um, the power inside of you and everything. So I'm going to let you have the final words. So how can people get in touch with you? Uh, I'm going to be funny. I'm going to be a mother right now, especially anybody you see, I have rings on my fingers, uh, gentlemen, she does not have a rink on her finger. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that beauty is, no, I'm just kidding. But, uh, no, seriously.
1: Single Once, and but ready to mingle. <laughs> to mingle?
0: Um, <laughs> what no. final would you like to share with the audience?
1: The only thing is follow my son on YouTube. He's the historian kid. Uh, my name is Bianca Avery on Instagram or Facebook. So follow me. Um, if you, um, just want to be inspired also to you guys, since I'm her first guest, How she-
0: you um, you didn't say what you I did, what you,
1: you did, I said it, Bianca Avery. Oh, you said it
0: so my, my, my old brain didn't hear that. Sorry about that. Say it again.
1: Bianca Avery on Instagram and, and Bianca Avery on Facebook. My son is a historian kid. You can follow him on YouTube. And then also to you guys, you know, I just cannot leave this this video chat with you guys without having my mother tell you guys I'm her favorite child. So you guys want to hear her say that?
0: <laughs> okay, I'll put it like this. Uh, she's the she's favorite first person that did my uh, first rebranding episode. Uh, no, she's not gonna get me tied up in that. Uh, my <laughs> husband and I have four uh, have four each, so we had wedding gifts that we brought to each other. So we have eight children. She is not getting ready to get me in that rabbit hole. <laughs> Sorry, guys, uh, but I do love her. She is my pride and joy. She is my oldest daughter, and uh, again, the love of my life. Uh, I shared at the beginning about those uh, ideations, but I didn't share with the fact that. Then she became the impetus for me getting back in school, her and my my son both. And they were so young. I literally had one on one hip and one on the other hip, uh, getting on the bus. Uh, sometimes I remember dead winter holding you all in the middle of my coat, uh, And getting on that bus and and going back and forth, having to get off the bus to take you all to the daycare, then get back on another bus to then go to school and doing that over and over and over again. But it was my greatest pleasure because you all helped make me powerful. And so I, 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 I praise God. I thank God for you. So you are the love of my life but I am not getting ready to say that
1: favorite child, no. (laughs) I just want any money to hear it, you know, but you know, I'll take first daughter.
0: (laughs) Those people that have children, you know how that is. They have that. Everybody wants to be the favorite, which they are. They're all my favorite in their own right, but I'm not going to say they're the favorite. But anyways, uh, Bianca, thank you so much for being on with us uh, today. It truly, truly was a great, great pleasure to put a lens on everything that we do. That's the whole point. Mm-hmm. I want people to walk away with how powerful the little tiny actions are, because again, we see it in Carter, you know, well, we got, we got, you know, let's let's do this real quick before we, before we wrap up and in tell about Carter. He's a historian kid, but tell about him and how his face lit up when you got him his own visa card and his own, um, information with his, uh, website and just him understanding and and thinking I'm a
1: CEO. Talk about the CEO mentality, that power. Well, he told my mother that he wanted merch way before we knew what merch was, you know, he liked YouTube. So he said merch instead of merchandise. So she didn't understand what that meant. Um, So, and then for Christmas, he got his own, like, his own debit card with his face on there. He was so excited. Um, He even went to the restaurant. um, And when he went to the restaurant, he ended up getting free food because the lady seen it. Ended up giving him his food for free. He had his face on there. I think she was more tickled at the fact that it was his face on there. So, and then he was, like, really excited about his website. So, I just, I think that with him and... You know, being a historian kid, I just think that it's good to just watch it develop. And of course, you know, children love, you know, YouTube and stuff, and sometimes their focus cannot be off. But when he is focused and when he is um, really into, you know, the historian kid, you just get a lot out of him. I think he told my mom that, you know, he was going to make shirts and they were <laughs> going to be a, a person, a, a African American on there, and it was going to be on, it was going to be like half. So one side was going to have a face. When you when you unzipped it, he said, "You know, as black men, we become half of a half of a person." Um, so I just think that you know his little brain is just developing, growing, and I'm just here to be the mother that is going to yeah. push him like no other. I mean, I, I feel like my mom the, pushed me. He has all of this knowledge at what age? He is seven.
0: He'll be eight yeah. this year. So. Yeah. As a seven-year-old, just to have all of that. But again, that comes from the insight from mom. So you are so powerful. Uh, You are a beautiful mom inside and out. Um, And just amazing, just amazing. So we're going to keep on making those differences. And like I say, the reason why we wanted to talk about this and to do this is because of the fact that, um, you know, I want people to know, don't give up. Especially Mm -hmm. women, you know, don't give up. I don't care what it looks like. There is power inside of there. So if you don't have enough power to do it on your own, hold on to somebody else's coattail. And so for those people that are listening, those people that are viewing, whichever one uh, platform that you're on, know that you can go in the show notes and you can contact me. And so not only am I a podcaster, a consultant and a coach, but I'm actually a minister too as well. And so, like I say, I want people to realize that. You know, Bianca used to get on me um, because at one point I had stopped. I had started a women's ministry, a support group. And and I stopped for a while when I was going through my divorce. You know, it was just a lot of stuff taxing, trying to take care of four children um, in a single household now and commuting. you know, on the highway an hour a day, actually over an hour, almost two hours a day on the highway and everything. And so it was just a little a lot taxing. She says, but mom, people need you. And so I'm here now, 100%. I get to shine and and, and be great because I have a phenomenal husband that allows me to be able to do all those things. So again, if that's you and you're out there and you're listening to this podcast or you know someone, share it with them. uh, I am available. I am available to be able to help uh, pour in because we want to see people walking in their power. That's why the podcast is called Powerful. So thank you again, Bianca, so much for being with us. Again, all of her information will be in the show notes for our listeners, so we appreciate that. Uh, As I always, always say, oh, let me make sure you do this. Please subscribe if you have not subscribed to this podcast. And as well, please make sure you give us a review if you have not done that. And as I always say, coach me and you'll learn. Challenge me and you'll grow believe in yourself and guess what you're gonna win and i believe that you're a winner
1: thank you so much